0: Welcome back to the Barça Breakdown. My name is Adam. I'm here with the Use. What's up, guys?
1: And Use, what can the viewers do right now to make your New Year start off right? That's going to be smash that subscribe button because we're going for a thousand subscri- subscriptions this coming year. Hopefully, more to be honest. 2022, 365 days. I hope we can really get more than that, Adam. Me too. And if you're on the podcast, please go to YouTube.com, look up Barça
0: Breakdown, find us on there, and hit that subscribe button. But let's get into it, Use, because we had a Pretty disappointing game today against uh, Linares Deportivo in the Copa del Rey round of 32, I believe. 2-1 victory. We went down early. It was pretty traumatic. I was getting some flashbacks of, you know, just classic Barca losses (laughs) to teams we shouldn't lose to. And it's a big game for us because I think the Copa del Rey is our one, you know, pretty good chance at winning a trophy this season, even though we would have to go through, you know, uh, Atletico, Real Madrid, Sevilla, etc. But we have a decent chance there, right? Uh, La Liga not looking like in our favor, although I do feel happy about our top four. Uh, Europa League, it's going to be very tough, including, as we mentioned, that first round against Napoli coming up in February. And so the Copa del Rey is where we need to win. And even though it was a sluggish victory in which we probably could have lost... I'm happy the team picked out the big three points, right? And, you know, we had some players starting who don't traditionally start, like Elias, Jukla, Ricky Pooch, Nico, you know, a 38-year-old Danny Alves. So rather than going through the whole game and the minutia of, you know, what went wrong, why don't we just have you take it away, use and let us know
1: your main takeaways of the game. Sure. First off, coming into this game as a uh, against a third-tier uh, Segunda team, how can we be so poor on defense? You know, having Araujo, Garcia, and Minguez in the back line just proved to be utter disaster. They had so many times where I, crosses come in, I was scared something was going to happen. Minguez at one point, uh, maybe like, I don't know, 20 games ago, was someone who we were saying, oh, he's doing so well, you know, coming out. And now he just looks like a former shell of himself and just not covering his man or just not doing a good job. And what's
0: so surprising to me is that, and I've said that this season, is that Mingueza I always thought was best on the right side in a back three. Yeah. Because that's what we saw him do well under Koeman. Uh, in the spring of 2021 in some of those La Liga and Copa del Rey games. And so I thought Mingüeza would shine in that position. But again, like you're saying, he (laughs) just came out and did not look that impressive and and looked fairly bad. And this whole season, he has looked like that. And I'm so confused why, because if you'd asked me after the last game of last season, like, yo, who are the players you feel most confident, happy about, right? Pedri would have been on that list. Some, you know, Fati coming back. But definitely Mingüeza would have been somewhere there that I would mention. And it's just sad how he's developed the season so I far. mean,
1: he was a rising player at that time. You know, under Komen, we were like, wow, he's doing so good. He's pushing forward. He's able to make offensive play. But, you know, whatever. He's not doing so well. I'm just more upset that the whole defense seemed to crumble in this game. And the, I thought we were making those progressive movements forward. And having our team crumble against this team was just kind of... It was kind of odd. It was a weird transition into what, uh, what has been happening versus what we were expecting to happen. But anyway, to, sh- you know... Well, you the, know, what's uh, funny, though, is that you uh-huh. do
0: see, even though the defense was so bad, it was clearly the changes Javi made in the second half to put on Frank Lujang sure. and Dembele that really kind of turned the game on its head. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I would say one of my main takeaway is I'm really hoping Araujo's hand isn't too injured and then I'm really hoping whatever happened to Frankie De Jong is not a, a a very bad injury because you know we have some big La Liga games coming up, we mm, have I the know. Europa League coming up so we need the team to start getting Super healthy Gopa. so we can practice with like a yeah, Supercopa against Real Madrid coming mm-hmm. up. So I want everyone to be healthy and that's that's one of my main takeaways. Uh, I think another one of my main takeaways today is that Ricky Pooch, man. I know there's so many Ricky Pooch lovers out there, but I don't know how you can continue to support him when he had one of the worst
1: first halves I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm just laughing, sorry, because I remember we made a, uh, we made a video about who our breakout players were going to be, and I said Ricky Pooch because maybe he'd have <laughs> a chance. Um, <laughs> it just, just didn't work out very well. But, I mean, I totally well, agree he just, with you. He
0: has too immature of a body, right? I feel like he gets pushed around a lot. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I definitely think he is too small. He's not fast enough, Doesn't isn't able to dribble around players that much, uh, doesn't create enough space. He's just not well, the player dude, we thought he they, was.
0: Everyone talks about Ricky Pooch having this vision and ability to create, um, you know, opportunities with his passing, and, and that wasn't there today either. And once you sure. take away that, which is probably his best uh, ability and his ability to look forward and kind of have eyes all over the field, once you take that away, and that's not – functioning then you're right all other aspects of his game are just not at the level we need for even a round of 32 Copa game
1: I mean if you think about it look at a player like J- Jutkla coming in here and he's played maybe four games now or something and he's already scored a few goals he already looks like he's a threat on the pitch and he's doing something with the other players and I don't think Ricky Pooch would be able to bring that much energy and that much offensive play since I don't know that Atletico game let's say for example but you know coupled with that the only other thing I would even talk about highlighting in this game is the fact that Dembele came on and for sure changed the game right and um, unfortunately he's requesting over 40 million euros to stay on this team and I just don't think he has been able to prove himself and we said this in our last video but I want him to stay, and I want him to perform the way he's doing and you know, progressively improve because he can score goals, he can be a threat on the pitch, and he can change the, di- the dynamic of the game. I just don't know if that's going to be able to stay with the amount of money he's asking for, you know?
0: Uh, yeah, I don't want to beat a dead horse because we've talked about it so much, but It is just clear every time Dembele's on the field, and not just in this, you know, uh, Copa Del Rey game where we're playing against people and not even in a division close to us, (laughs) but in any game we see him play, he does have uh, an, an energy and an ability to beat his man that I think no other Barca player does. So, you know, regardless of whether we can re-sign him or he's asking for too much and we let him go, there should not be this talk of should we bench Dembele this season because we will do much worse without him. So regardless, you know, I want to see him play. And like you said, of course, I want Dembele to have a change of heart and accept the contract. I think my only last point about this game was... Neto was not very good. <laughs> I mean, really poor performance from goalkeeper today. Uh, there was that one attempt from the left side at near the end of the game where it hit the post, mm-hmm. and he just looked like he had no idea what was going on. So, uh, Inaki Pena might have to be the guy who, who steps up and gives us some opportunities because Neto, not only was he not good today, he's also you know uh, requesting to leave the team this summer or this winter. So, we probably won't have him for much longer. This does mean, though, that we need to get someone up and ready to challenge Mark Andre Terstagan, right? Because Terstagan, even though he had that big save in our last game, he has not been very good this season. And what no. we need to do, like we've been saying for Jordi Alba and for all these other positions over the last few years, we need to get in someone as a backup who will at least make the starter have to, you know, improve and question where they are.
1: No, I totally agree and with you. This this game highlighted some of our weakest parts of the team, to be honest, especially coming out and barely squeaking by in those 60th, uh, 63rd, 69th minute to win. But, you know, you're totally right. We still have a long way to go, and I think that's the biggest thing we're looking at here is that Barcelona, as much as we can say we're making changes, they're not coming as fast as we would like, but we're, we're in it for that's the long haul That's what we have to here. be ready for.
0: Yep. Exactly. Yep. We have to be patient, and we'll be back after the Granada game this Saturday. So thank you guys so much. We'll see you then. Thanks, guys.